0: Pastor Maya, very good evening. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the road racing capital of the world. Absence makes the heart grow fonder is such a true phrase after what we've gone through with these three barren years. Two barren years without racing, but a further year then to wait until we got here today. The weather is absolutely spot on, remaining dry with variable amounts of cloud this evening and overnight. Minimum overnight 8 Celsius. Dry and often sunny again tomorrow with a mainly moderate northwest wind top temperature 16 degrees celsius and staying dry again on sunday in the outlook a bit of a, a stiff wind might be the only uh, fly in the ointment in terms of the uh, weather but uh, there's uh, a bigger turnout than usually is on this friday evening because we're all so pleased to see road racing back after the barren years uh, so there are plenty of options for you to listen here on Manx Radio 1368, the best biking station in the world, brought to you by Kawasaki Insurance. Locally around the Balloon course, you can listen via FM on your radio, 87.9 the frequency. We're on 1368 AM. We're also online on Manx Radio Digital and, of course, via smartphones and apps as well. So we are going to hear phrases that we've not heard for some time. I'm looking up the road towards School Hill uh, to the railway crossing as well, the bridge, and out across four ways... Well, we've got a new man out there uh, because uh, Roy Moore, and it's time to say a very, very big thank you for his years of loyal service. Uh, Roy did announce uh, that he was stepping away from the commentary side of uh, things uh, back in 2019 at the end of uh, the uh, Manx Grand Prix. So uh, we uh, just say to Roy, we are so indebted for your knowledge and uh, your wisdom, your humour that you've brought to the commentaries. and. Uh, that we really, really do appreciate it and hope that you're out there on a hedge somewhere with a cold drink in your hand and uh, really enjoying yourself and uh, a massive thank you from not just the Manx radio team but I'm sure from motorcycle fans around the world. So we'll talk to Rob first. Uh, it's going to be a good time to blow away the cobwebs uh, because we haven't done the uh, Friday evening before uh, but I think uh, after such a long wait it's a really good thing to do. Roads uh, just about will be closed now around the Colas course so let's uh, introduce everybody to you and let's just go down a short little hop down the road uh, to where all the action will be getting underway shortly and say uh, a very very good evening to chris kinley boy have we missed this
1: Certainly, have Tim. Yeah, I got a bit of racing in last year over at Armoy for the club there, and obviously up at Jerby, the Andreas Racing Association, over in the North Earth 200 the other week as well in uh, mixed conditions. But the Saturday was absolutely fantastic. I have never seen so many people on the North Coast, and I've been down here on a Friday night before. It is packed down here at Ballown. The colours, the sun is out here. It could be nearly factor 50 weather, I would say. It's pretty good down here. Looking over towards all the machines. I was actually thinking, while well, I was having a little wander around the paddy before. All these machines have been sat, being tinkered with for two years, because I know a lot of guys got a bit of racing in last year, just sat and they were being tinkered with in garages, you know. Must say hello to somebody tonight. I've just been past the message. As it kind of happens here, you get past bits of paper throughout the day. In my back pocket gets stuffed. Dave Matravers was supposed to be racing here was dave but unfortunately dave had a bit of a whoopsie at brand's hatch a bit of an injury so dave is not going to be here so dave Travers, uh, one of your friends who comes look can you give dave a big big mention please if you don't mind so it's julie duns here. thanks very much for that for getting in touch uh, so if you want to do get in touch as you can don't forget the radio tt guys in action on sunday we'll be here all day tomorrow going to be a busy long day and you know what tim i'll just bring you back in a second here i'm going to be a bit annoyed because we am going to miss the start of the champions league final
0: I'm sorry Chris but this is much more important than a football match
1: (laughs) well absolutely well your lucky lot leads they managed to stay in the premiership so that's uh, that's quite good so the colours were all ready to go here no, I bet you it wasn't as well, we're all ready to go down here, the circuit should be just about closed now, all around the circuit all the marshals will be in position and a lot of marshals signing on today, there's people coming, oh where do I sign on to Marshall? and the club as always, uh, all the guys in the race office are very accommodating, yeah just go over there sign on, you know if you experience Marshall, it's good, it's good to see, it's a great atmosphere down here, so that sets the scene down here the bikes are getting ready to go, I think we're underway in the next 10 minutes, don't forget, it's newcomers who will be going out first, they've got the orange bib. so if you're new to this and you don't know what's Happening. the newcomers will all be wearing the orange bibs while they're in qualifying and then after the qualifying when the race comes uh, some of them might have to wear the orange bibs some might not have to wear the orange bib but just keep an eye on that but all the usual names are here from the classic scene we we'll love Alan Oversby you know we've got people like um Dominic Herbertson here, Jamie Coward, Mark Parrott, my all mate's here as well. I bought Mark Parrott a kettle today, bit of useless trivia for you there, because his kettle uh, blew up before he came here, and we've got to have a brew, that's all I'm going to say. So I'll set back to you, Tim, and let's get Rob off at Cross Four Ways. And
0: just a quick note on Roy as well, at least the certainty counts will be down. Tim, back to you. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Great to hear Chris Kinley back in action here. And the course inspection, one of the cars is already gone, and the second uh, Milkreese course inspection car with the uh, orange flashing light uh, just uh, getting uh, ready to get the nod to go. And Clark of the course also just uh, going past. In fact, the other one is still here, just uh, out of my sight. Uh, David uh, Milkreese there uh, in the uh, driver's seat. So they're just waiting to get the confirmation that it's safe for. Them to go and do their inspection, and of course, they'll head past Chris Kinley. Uh, then down to Baller Kagan, then over the railway crossing for the first time, o- over the bridge there at uh, just after Ryan Gate. And then there's Joey's Gate and Baller Norris, Ballerbeg Hairpin, through Baller past the Riding Stables, uh, Williams Corner, down into the bomb hole, the Ballown Dip there, and past Gellings Farm, and out to Cross Four Ways, where uh, just under three miles into the uh, Colas Ballown uh, course, uh, which of course is 4.25 miles miles uh, long uh, is uh, our new commentator and he's done such a superb job uh, covering the football sorry that's a second football reference that will be the last hopefully such a good job uh, covering uh, FC Isle of Man uh, but now he's uh, getting the real big gig in terms of um, road racing here on the Isle of Man and he's uh, out across four ways and a very big big welcome to Rob Pritchard.
2: Yes, very good evening to you, Tim. Yeah, I think we have to stop the football references right there. There's plenty of uh, racing to be happening in the next couple of days that are going to occupy plenty of minds and uh, fantastic crowd actually out here for what will be the uh, first session here, coming past uh, Cross Four Ways. The barriers have, in fact, just in the last few minutes, in fact, been uh, put in place to stop the traffic going through. We've got one of the marshals down in front of us waving the uh, yellow flag. The final preparations, in fact, being made and uh, I think it's an appropriate time, given the setting that I'm in, to also echo your words, Tim, and just our deepest gratitude to uh, Roy Moore whose uh, shoes I'll be filling for this weekend some very big boots to fill indeed but an absolute veteran of the course and uh, we wish him very well indeed and I hopefully can live up in some form to what he's done as such a fine job over the years. Well taking a look out here as well uh, Roy Moore's haunt as it was uh, has changed quite a bit in fact Uh, we used to have that uh, that very long view down the uh, straight in front of us looking down towards the dip but uh, big grass hedge in front of us now so I'm, I'm feeling quite uh, quite, uh, I suppose conspicuous up at this point uh, dressed in purple up on a big scaffold in fact at uh, at this point and uh, well to be honest I don't even have a Roy Moore's uh, conspicuous wheelie bin but uh, I'm, I'll certainly be uh, doing my best out here and hopefully we can bring you all that's coming from Cross Four Ways over the next couple of days back to you Tim
0: Yes, thank you very much, uh, Rob. And, uh, well, at least uh, you don't need the water, Bruce, it would sound like, from that weather forecast. So uh, that is uh, very much uh, very good news and welcome. It is uh, a little bit chill. The flags certainly are fluttering here uh, on the bypass, Castletown bypass, uh, down here in the south of the Isle of Man. Uh, the course actually through uh, Arbury, Castletown and Maloo, the parishes in the south, uh, is uh, all set, but the course inspection cars, uh, the technical inspection uh, that they have already completed, but uh, the technical ins- the course travelling cars uh, should have really uh, left about seven minutes past uh, six. So uh, obviously some issue uh, out that we're not aware of at the moment, uh, because they do like to run things like clockwork here at uh, the Southern Hundred Club. So 6.15 it's due, and there go the course cars now on their lap of inspection. So 6.15 is when all the newcomers, the solo and sidecar newcomers, will leave the holding area, and they will proceed to the dummy grid, which is behind the grandstand down at the clubhouse end of the bypass. 6.18, all those newcomers We'll get a circuit familiarisation behind a travelling marshal uh, for two laps. Then at 6.21 we've got the 250 and 350cc single machines. And that is indeed our first race tomorrow evening. So it is two races uh, within one. And uh, don't uh, fret about that, Rob, because uh, we'll keep you in check. Two races within one is... uh, Uh, a a tough baptism uh, to say the least but we uh, can say having gone through uh, the uh, lineup there and it's the first time and Chris uh, I'm sure will have a a memory better than mine but it's the first time I think we've got more 250 machines in the field than 350cc machines but uh, number one for the 350s is uh, Alan Obersby there, uh, Mike Hose at number four and then it's Ed Poole at number 39 but Keith Shannon is leading the 250ccs away. He is number five. And Keith Shannon has won this 250 singles race for the last four years, so looking to make it five. So just going through the uh, evening, we've then got at uh, 648. That's how precise it is. It's like a military operation here. Uh, We've got the uh, 1,100cc Open Classic uh, class. That will be followed by the post-classic junior superbikes at uh, roughly seven, eighteen minutes past seven. Then we've got the 250C Lightweight Classic and the 125 Post Classic uh, Class as well. They go out at about 20 to 8. We've also got the Post Classic Senior Superbikes later on this evening to look forward to. Then the 350 Junior Classic Bikes, the 500cc Senior Classic Bikes and the Sidecar Classic are due away uh, as the final group getting their first practice in and they will be out at eight minutes past nine o'clock now just looking uh, at uh, the regulations and the qualifying because in uh, fact we'll do that in a moment we'll uh, head to chris kinley because oh, i can hear the noise of bikes at last
1: yeah, certainly can, Tim, and it's the newcomers who are heading down. It's, a, it's it's not just one class, it's all the newcomers, which will include the Solos and the sidecars at the back as well. Number 88, number 98, I beg your pardon, on the blue plates. So that's the 350 Honda, the Davies Motors I beg The Drixton Honda from Kinross, Kelly Carruthers just about to head out. We've also got number, just looking at the numbers, that's, that's weird numbers on that one. 17, that is very weird numbers on that. Uh, Russ Robry from Worcester on the 350 Drixton he did a little two stroke 250s and it's great to see those 250s here number 42 of the big unlimited class as well he's about to go out just just numbers at the moment but again it's very important that they do do this lap. just had a quick chat to our mate and chris palmer who along with dickie gale is the riders liaison officers obviously is the rider liaison for the solos, Dickie for the sidecars, and they uh, just had a little chat. He's been flat out taking all these newcomers uh, around the circuit, and you lot all around there are going to be able to see all these in a few minutes' time because they're being brought forward there. <laughs> no, I've just been I've, I've just been taken out by Chris Palmer again. Nothing new there. Then 56 just goes fastest. Listen to that. That will be Adam McLean. He's just seen uh, Adam signing on there. So Adam, of course, sad news today about the McAdoo Racing Team pulling out of the uh, the. Al- the Festival. Adam. Oh, Adam on the Ripley Land number 56 machine. Then we got the sidecars coming up. They'll just be holding on for a second. Number 22, Pete yeah, Harewood just goes past us. Number 16 on the big classic machine as well. The white with the black numbers, just got one hand spare at the moment. That should be just about the newcomers all just through this noise you can hear coming past us now is one two three four five six seven eight sidecars all going through just stop at the solos for a second keep an eye out for number 70 there keep an eye on number 66 and the sidecars and we have number 97 on a little little honda 250 just going out and then i think we'll just clear out the way here i think we've got a problem with somebody here another sidecar goes by so that's about nine sidecars through just let this machine go enjoy the noise so we'll make our way back up, Tim. It'll be a couple of minutes before they get going, but keep your ears on up there. You can go back to the, all the regulations.
0: Yeah, just uh, going through the uh, qualifying and uh, practice laps have to be recorded uh, and and they're only completed laps that count uh, within the time specified. A competitor or driver will not be allowed to start a race unless they have ridden at least four laps of the course in practice and a minimum of two practice laps on each machine entered uh, by one of them, which uh, must be completed in the qualifying time, which is as follows. In uh, A four lap race, it's 130%, six lap race 120%, and seven lap race 118. I don't understand that now, so I'm going to stop reading that little part out. Uh, But uh, we basically will have uh, fields of uh, up to 40 entries accepted in in the solo races. However, only 30 riders are permitted to start. And, of course, we have the mass starts down here. And they'll be made up of the fastest 26 riders in qualifying, plus four nominated by the club. In the sidecar classes, up to 25 entries will be accepted. And uh, we've had a few years where there's been a limited entry in the sidecars. I'm really glad to say that it's a pretty healthy lineup this year of sidecar machinery, which is really good to see. Uh, so only 18 of them will be allowed to start. And these are made up of the fastest 15 riders and again, three nominated. By the club, so uh, I can tell you, there's also a, a pretty promising entry. It seems for in a couple of weeks' time now, the post TT races again down here at the Colas Belang course, and uh, well, that cloud, thin layer of clouds, just uh, burns away and pretty blue sky greets us now and uh, the wind seems to just be dropping as well and bright sunshine uh, abounds here down in the south of the Isle of Man so let's uh, just uh, got the machines away I'm hearing from Chris Kinley can we uh, just pop back to Chris to hear them away
1: yeah Tim they're gone they're already heading out towards what a couple hundred yards up the road Past the little, uh, the, the, what they call the, what did they call it? They called the hedges there, just before they get to uh, the Ballogagan, and then turn right and heading down towards the Long Ballogagan straight to your neck of the woods. Back to you.
0: Thank you very much uh, indeed, Chris. And uh, yes, uh, it's uh, uh, through the Iron Gate and then Balinorris, with Joey's Gate, of course, is famously uh, went on and through the gate and into the farmer's field there on one occasion. Ballabeg hairpin and just uh, after that on duck street is 2 miles into the colas belaine course and then the Tabala Whetstone through the riding stables there the court on the corner uh, there's williams corner just past uh, the entrance to uh, belaine mansion as well in the dip gelling's farm Uh, Blown Cottage and then Maggie's Cottage and then they will be coming into the site there uh, very shortly of uh, our commentary man at Cross Four Ways and uh, interested to see he's in a new position there and up on a gantry it would seem from looking at uh, Manx Radio's social media feed and let's uh, see the first time as they come through there the newcomers uh, under Marshalls uh, uh, just doing a familiarisation lap so the speeds won't be that high but let's hand over now to uh, Rob Pritchard to get the first action.
2: Yes, Tim. still waiting to see them coming into uh, my island and in fact this uh, scaffolding, although it's a bit uh, conspicuous, I think it's fair to say, is given us a fantastic vantage point, we can just see them coming through past uh, Maggie's Cottage now, just emerging into view with the uh, travelling support team just in front and uh, leading the way numbers 21, 41 and 83, the first to take it through cross-floorways this year, 94, 106, 42 and 56, all in perfect harmony. 104, 95, 29, 30, 98, last but certainly not least in that group, number 17, all making their way through those bikes, absolutely singing through there and here following up here, the final three to make their way through in those orange bibs, as he says, numbers 25, 97 and 64 in the next group to make their way through. We've just had one, in fact, pulling up number 25. Just looks like maybe some uh, technical issues, just pulling over to the side. Here come the next, 22 93 making their way, and now come the side cars as well, following closely. Number 47, out in front here, with followed by five and 17, 17, 97, 21. 46, 56, there's that group coming through and uh, bringing it up just about five or six lengths back. number 66 making way through Corner Cottage and that concludes the group that makes its way for the first time in three years through uh, cross four ways in the sunshine here, gosh you to love that smell haven't you of the uh, the engines and the oil going through, yeah we did have uh, one that has just uh, stopped over here just having a bit of a chat with the marshals, back over to you Tim over at the bridge.
0: Yes, just spotted the first uh, very bright, uh, luminous colours of the uh, marshal at the uh, head there. And it's uh, 21, 41, 83, 42, 94, 106, 55, 16. A couple of others in there. 30, 104, and 98. So uh, 21 uh, was Stefan Petri. (coughs) We've also got Colin Stockdale. Number 83 excuse me 64 just through there and that is uh, Chris Petty uh, so the order then there's a frog in the throat 41 Colin Stockdale 83 Gareth Arnold Andy Hornby number 42 is out there Uh, 106 is Simon Lehane, 94 is Gordon Clark, 56 is Adam McLean, 95 is Stephen Paul Higgins, 16 is Jeffrey Vermeulen, 29 is Marcus Simpson as the sidecars pile through. So uh, Connor Wade is number 30, 104 is Andy Hunt, 98 is uh, Kelly Carruthers. 17 is Russell Roberry. 64 Chris Petty, 97 Jeff Smith. And the sidecars, we have uh, David Lissaman as the uh, driver there at 47. Number five is uh, Danny Quirk, 17 is Keith uh, Walters and Alan Thomas. Uh, they aren't newcomers, but they're just out for the familiarization. And 97 Bob uh, Dawson. Uh, was also out as well just in amongst the newcomers to the sidecar just to give them a little bit more of an experience about the lines that they are to take and uh, just marshalling those riders around well let's go back out to cross four ways and i'll get some water in and get rid of this frog rob pritchard
2: Yeah, thanks Tim, yeah, frogging the throat early on, yeah, well, uh, right on cue, they're just making their way back round again for a second time, the travelling pack, up at the front making their way round Maggie's cottage, and a bit more bunched up this time, 21, 42 and 41 the first three through, Colin Clipsley, 83 and 56, 94 then leading the next pack, followed by 106, 95, 29, 30, 98 and 17 a bit more of a gap there, they're all the way out here on his own number 104 making his way through, smooth as you like through there and uh just waiting I guess for the uh, next pack to make its way they seem to have uh, cut themselves a bit of a gap those front two groups here another solo rider making his way through it seems as he makes his way around the hedgerow here yep it's number 64 heading into cross four ways here very spread out in fact uh, going looking all the way back along the uh, route further back down the circuit another solo rider making his way here good 10-15 seconds behind here number 97 following through very nicely once again no issues whatsoever heading through the corner and yes I do believe we can see the uh flurry of sidecars making their way down here we go there's the uh, front two a good two or three lengths between the front three here as they make their way into the corner 47 just behind the traveling marshals followed by five and 17 and again the pack just opening up at the moment here plenty of uh, tarmac to see down here those three through absolutely no problem at all and uh, yeah just a reminder in terms of the newcomers that came through number 25 pulling out on the other lap and tim time to go back to you on the bridge
0: Yes, newcomers. Uh, the checkered flag is out, so they've had their two familiarization laps, and uh, there's a held stationary yellow uh, just at the top of School Hill, as they uh, just to warn them that yet this is time to slow down as the checkered flag is out. A nice uh, story there. Alan Reid has been the flag marshal here for many a long time. Uh, He's just helping out and supervising, showing the new flag marshal here at the uh, bus, as we affectionately call it. It used to be a bus with a commentary box uh, seat in the bus driver's seat, uh, but uh, it's always referred to here at Race uh, HQ as the bus. But Chris McLaughlin is going to be the new flag marshal uh, here. Alan Reed has stepped away, so we wish him well and thank him for his duty. And uh, Chris McLaughlin is the new man going to be in charge of the flag. So here come the sidecars now. Time's irrelevant because they've been under uh, escort from uh, the marshal. But Adam McLean is the uh, quickest that we can see uh, through there as uh, number 17 just goes through. That's uh, Keith Walters and Alan Thomas, uh, one of the more experienced crews. And it uh, will just another machine, just I think, seen on the bridge. We're going to see if we can get some brambles cut on the top of there because it's just slightly obscuring the view up the railway line. That's our indicator to get uh, the hand back from cross four ways to here on the bypass as uh, more machines just now trundle over the line to uh, finish. And three, four, five uh, more machines. The last one is a travelling marshal, 46 across the line. That's numbers 70, 56 and 66 and now the travelling marshal. So we will uh, now move to the first official practice uh, after that familiarisation lap, uh, and it should be now the 250 and 350cc machines uh, in the holding area in the dummy grid forming as well. And that, of course, is the first race which will be taking place tomorrow evening. So let's hand down to Chris Kinley.
1: Yes, thanks, Tim, and uh, thanks to Rob as well out there across four ways. We've now got the 250 and 350s heading out. Number 40, Barry Davison is there. Barry, no mean runner around. His young fella's actually racing across in Ireland as well. Now, very similar to John Burroughs And, uh, John, if you're listening, uh, not sure if you're here on Ireland yet, any of you, young fella also racing too, but number five is there. That's uh, Keith Shannon, you talked about Keith Shannon a bit earlier on. Keith on that 250 cotton Telstar, previous winner. Of course, if you look at the programme, and if it's got a like an asterisk beside it, not a star, the star means that they're a newcomer, if it's got an asterisk beside it, that means that they are a previous winner around the four and a quarter Colas-Vallown circuit. We're ready to go, touch the efficiency, listen to this lot, enjoy! and Rob
2: Pritchard Yeah, thanks Chris uh, uh, an absolute symphony of noise down there as we uh, just await more of it down at, uh, down at this end once again just looking uh, straight down the uh, curvature of the uh, circuit just waiting for the First ones to come through here. The sun absolutely uh, beaming down here at the moment. All those clouds seeming to disperse. That'll be uh, much of a relief to uh, plenty of the spectators who are lining the uh, stone walls here, the barriers as well, just waiting for the first ones to be making their way into view as they make their way, obviously through the likes of the uh, the stables and the dip, and then eventually through uh, Maggie's Cottage. Hopefully, we can uh, spot them in plenty of time. And I do think. We can just about hear the uh, first bit of noise as they make their way further up the uh, circuit here. Just waiting for the first one to emerge, first real, uh, I suppose, lap in anger, almost as it were. Maybe not. Maybe that might be a bit of an overstatement, but at the same time, the first real test for those making their way. And We can just see, just out in front here, one solitary rather making his way forwards here. Who's going to be the? Uh, First of the first official practice, making their way through Maggie's Cottage here, just uh, taking their time here at the moment, and it is indeed number five, uh, Keith Shannon here, He's just looking behind himself and uh, possibly uh, moving his way to the side, he is pulling over, followed by 140 and 17. Two there, so that is uh, Alan Oversby, followed by uh, Barry Davidson and David Tetley number 90 makes his way through there. Mike Barry on the uh, 252 Catty, a bit of a length back here, as uh, charging through here is Adrian Scaife, number 45 on the air matchy followed by number 86, Bill Swallow on the ceiling, making his way through perfectly there. And two abreast coming through here 82 and 71, Rod Graham and Richard Bull making their way through bit of a gap as they, uh, another three coming up towards the uh, corner here, 104, 47 and 39 there, so one of the newcomers in there, Andy Hunt as well, so the uh, front ones there were indeed uh, Alan Oversby with uh, Keith Shannon actually moving his way to the side there, followed by uh, Barry Davison just behind the pack with Shannon making his way to the corner, 67 coming through there, that's Geoffrey uh, Bates, 62 and 96 as well. Well so we've got uh, Jack Hunter and Terrence Sanson making their way through Gap once again number 27 Alan Smallman 252 Ducati and we can now hand back in time to the bridge Hunter
0: And across the line goes number one, Alan Obersby, the uh, winner of the 350 CC class, Mike Hose. He was uh, in uh, third with the winner in 2018 is across the line. As is 40, Barry Davidson, 121, John Cliff and 72, Ian Bainbridge and number 57, Brian Nichols. Just going through number 99, a regular here, Arthur Browning and 102, uh, Nick Penny. Bill Swallow, number 86 is across the line and uh, how much success Bill has had here at this Blackford's Pre-TT Classic meeting. Adrian Scaife has gone through, number 45, number 90, Mike Barry. There's number 47 through, that's David Tetley. Rod Graham was sandwiched in between Mike Barry and David Tetley at number 82. 71, Richard Bull is through, 104. that's uh, Andy Hunt safely through and 39 Edward Poole but uh, a concern there that Uh, and uh, it sounded like he was pulling over but number five uh, Keith Shannon has not gone through as yet and of course Keith is uh, well a a prodigious winner in this class, he won it in 2016, 2017, 2018 and 2019 so all out to try and make it a a five time uh, hit rate in this particular class but he seems to have struck a a little bit of a mechanical issue maybe, of course no times uh, yet to give because they started from the dummy grid and yet to uh, register a full lap. So uh, Oversby, though, was on a charge and uh, was certainly the uh, uh, quite a distance ahead, in fact, of number four, Mike Hose. So with that, we'll hand it back to uh, Cross Four Ways and uh, Rob Pritchard.
2: Yeah I think we're going to be hearing that a lot aren't we Uh, Alan Oversby and Mike Hose not messing about and here they do come in fact uh, charging through past uh, Maggie's cottage here it's Mike Hose who's actually just uh, taken up that frontal position coming through around two bike lengths between him and Alan Oversby going into the corner followed closely by number 97 there Jeff Smith on the uh, 200 Honda there as you say Tim they've picked up themselves a a fair gap between them and the rest of the travelling pack making their way through the sunshine just looking past now we've got uh, two more coming through number 40 and number 1 one two, one so Barry Davidson and John Cliff making their way through, followed swiftly in the last couple of seconds, 72, 57 and 86. All three in perfect harmony, making their way through, no issues whatsoever. A bit of a steady stream now here, number 45, and a bit of a run on his own here, Adrian Scaife on the Air Match, he makes his way through along with number 99, Arthur Browning now, giving himself plenty of space to head in, and then following just behind them, number 82, Rod Graham on the 250 Ducati Daytona, 47, making their way through as well, David Tetley on the Norton Mangs bit more space more spread out than the uh, front two I think it's fair to say but I think we can easily see him 90 coming through over to you Tim.
0: Yes just spotted the first machine crossing the railway bridge first two machines are now into sight and it is, uh, in fact, number four, who's got ahead of number one, uh, Alan Oversby, 83.186 miles per hour for Mike Hose is the standard so far. Alan Oversby, number one, at 80.555. And they're a country mile ahead of uh, the rest. And uh, just coming through there is uh, one of the newcomers at number 97. And 97 is Jeff Smith on the uh, 200 Honda. Jeff from Cleethorpes, and we welcome him here. 40 across the line is Barry Davidson closely followed by number 121 who's made a little bit of time up on Davidson and is third at the moment in the classifications but Bill Swallow, number 86 has now moved into third 75.782 so almost 5 miles an hour uh, slower than the second place Alan Obersby and Mike Hose are further near 3 miles an hour quicker than Obersby so others across the line 47, David Tetley who Rob was saying was going well out at cross ways, slots into fourth on the leaderboard at 75.653 miles per hour and others through at 121 John Cliff 92 Rob Graham as there's 39 through that said pool 57 Brian Nicholls safely through as is 72 Ian Bainbridge, 99 Arthur Browning, uh, 90 is Mike Barry and uh, also through 102 Nick Penny and that's Andy Hunt and Richard Boole, 104 and 71 uh, through there, but no change at the top. After the first flying lap, we're getting the first times for nearly three years here on the Isle of Man. Mike Ho's quickest at 83.186 miles per hour, ahead of number one, Alan Oversby, at 80.555. And with that, let's go to
2: Cross four Ways and Rob Pritchard. Absolutely bang on time there, Tim. Yeah, here he comes, the leader, Mike from Alan Oversby. Just uh, two or three bike lengths between them. They really have made not just a physical statement on the course, I think a real mental statement here is to just the gap that they're opening up to the uh, rest of the pack here, but the two of them absolutely flying through, no messing about at all. we yet to see the uh, machines, in fact, emerge over all the way down past uh, Maggie's Cottage and looking further up there. I think if uh, that rat lap in particular is any go by uh, they could be uh, take some catching i think there mike Hose and uh alan as they make their way through i think we can hear just that harmony of noise making its way through indeed we can and we've got uh the one who just seems to have uh Back ever so sadly. Coming through this time is uh, number 40 in Van Barry Davidson. Plenty of daylight between him and the next traveling two here. They are 86 and 121. So that is Bill Swallow and John Cliff. 97, 57 making their way through. A bit more spread out between the two. Following that is number 45, Adrian Scaife makes his way through with unscathed. And number 72, Ian Bainbridge on the Cotton Telster. And we've got two further ones coming through the cottage. Tim, it's back over to you. That's number four across the line and number one
0: uh, across the line. So that is uh, Alan Oversby second and Mike Hose third, and they've gone both quicker. In fact, Alan Oversby notably quicker, 83.839 miles per hour on that uh, third lap for Mike Hose and Alan Oversby. 83.762 so hardly anything between the two of them what uh, that really does set us up for an absolutely stonking race uh, in the 350 class uh, tomorrow just looking down uh, I think uh, we have got let me just double check on this I'm looking to see which the first 250 machine is and I think uh, unless I've missed one it will be uh, number 40 Barry Davidson who's just coming into view now ahead of number 86 as the chequered flag is now waved, so Bill Swallow's gone quicker on that last lap as well at 78.171 miles per hour uh, but he's a full five miles per hour slower uh, than Oversby and uh, Mike Hose. Fourth, then, at the moment as we stand, is number 47, David Tetley, at 76.805. Fifth is currently number 45, Adrian Scaife, at 75.453 miles per hour. Sixth, number 40, Barry Davidson, and he is the uh, first of the 250 machines. Barry Davidson... uh, uh, dropping uh, away a little bit there on uh, his time is quicker on the last lap but uh, that's number uh, 39 ed pool edward pool has uh, now gone uh, up into eighth place on the overall leaderboard Uh, sandwiched in between davidson and pool is seventh place number 82 rod graham at uh, just a just under smidge under 74 miles per hour and John Cliff is currently uh, ninth, completing uh, the top nine. 121 is his race number at 73.518. And in tenth is number 57, Brian Nicol, also completing the three laps. I can tell you is uh, number 72, Ian Bainbridge. Number 67, Jeffrey Bates. Number 96, Terence Samson. Number 104, Andy Hunts. Number 99, Arthur Browning. Uh, is also just gone through as we await more machines to come through, but uh, the story really and we'll get Chris's reaction shortly of that session is uh, well just the uh, closeness it is in the uh, 350cc race between Mike Hose and Alan Oversby, but the main story I think was going to be the uh, 250cc singles and the lack of any lap uh, times in for the four time last four years winners we've had meetings down here uh, Keith Shannon and uh, Rob Spotted that he was in a little bit of trouble. And I can tell you that's Alan Oversby and Mike Hose. And we've got a new fastest uh, rider. It's number one, Alan Oversby at 84.893 miles per hour on the fourth lap. They just snuck out and got that fourth lap in before the chequered flag came out. Mike Hose has gone quicker as well at 84.418 miles per hour. So they really are stretching that elastic and uh, there's very little between them, and they've been swapping around on the road as well, the two of them. Great action to start our meeting down here at the Colas course in the uh, SPR Singles Classic Race practice at the Blackford Financial Services pre Classic Race. It's brilliant stuff. Uh, Chris Kinley... Uh, Uh, There's not much there at all, is there, between Oversby and Hose? That could be an absolute humdinger tomorrow evening. But Keith Shannon, that's a surprise.
1: It is, Tim. A lot of work for his team, possibly overnight into tomorrow. Looking at the lap records of so the 250. Bob Jackson holds that for race number one, the SPR Singles Classic Race. Back to 1997, 83.42. 350 is Roy Richardson, 2009, 88.44. So they're going to have to go some on that. And they're hard luck to Keith Shannon, but that's what race this is all about. These things will need a bit of a fix. Now the final machine should be back in. You can hear machines just in the background there now. That's going to be practice session number two, the A.D. Hewitt Dental Practice this 1,000 up to 1,100 classic CC race. We've got the 500 machines there, the yellow plates with the black numbers, and over 500 CC machines, they're white plates with the black numbers. Again, you'll have Alan Obersby out there. You'll have Mike Hose once more. Dominic Herbertson will be out. Keep an eye out for Dominic. Also Jamie Coward on the 500 Craven Manx Norton, the Ted Wolf machine. Uh, the bike that uh, uh, Dom Herbertson is on, number three. That's the Yamaha TX500. They experimented with this at about 18 and 18, 18 and 19, if I remember rightly. The Davies Motorsport team. Uh, Dominic, of course, from Hexham. Just ask him if you see him walk around the TT paddock. What happened to his eye? because he's got a bit of an injury to his eye and every time you talk to him there's a different story as if how what he's done to his eye I can't wait to hear the number one machine of Alan Oversby going past the 9.30 Eastern Rob North Triumph and of course uh, course, the the Rob North guys over the years have been putting out some superb bikes haven't they really but Alan Oversby from uh, Bolton the Sands he's definitely going to be one to watch here as well who else should we look out for? Barry Davison from Balamina we mentioned Barry before in their last practice on the 500 team Gimbert Honda machine uh, how many newcomers one two three four five newcomers in here number 16 Jeffrey Vermeul- Vermeulen on there the Andy Norris Westlake the 750 uh, the Dutch rider Colin Stockdale saltburn by the sea found the 500 Honda 4 he's at number 41 number 42 Andy Hornby on the RPS Triumph the PM motorcycles Hell Performance Triumph he's from Exeter number 42 94 Gordon Clark on the 9.30 Rob North tried from Hemel Hempstead and another newcomer 106 Simon Lahane from Pontefract on the 500 Rutter Racing uh, the Elliott Racing CB450 machine yeah. now, Speaking of people from Pontefract, uh, good to see my old mate Robbie Sylvester here walking around the paddock uh, a little bit earlier on up at the uh, the TT Grandstand and they uh, good to see Robbie back here, wasn't sure if he was going to make it but he is here with his American rider once more, just waiting for the go ahead down there, so just picture the scene if you don't know the Isle of Man if you're heading looking towards uh, Port Erin and the south over towards uh, the Balabeg area big grey cloud over towards South Brule, but I think it's going to be okay with that one the breeze is blowing into the faces talking to Ewan Hamilton before about the little 250 he's going to be running he's uh, worried about gearing and I think it has moved around the wind a little bit from when we came here a couple of hours ago before it was running kind of so it would be behind their back's running down towards Balakagan but it seems to be just in the face past the, uh, the start and finish and just maybe sort of coming from the oh, I'm going to say the flashing sort of area and then it's moving around again so it is a bit of a swirly sort of gusty sort of breeze and uh, well these guys I'm sure are going to cope with this I think we're just not far away from uh, ready to go and other cars have gone out and do you know the good thing is Tim and Rob when you see all the guys down here today smiling smiling happy happy faces to see racing around the four and a quarter mile Colas Circuit once again the club have kept going there have been a lot of hardship like a lot of businesses over the past couple of years trying to struggle through that pandemic that we had let's hopefully that's all gone away now we can all enjoy a pretty safe and pretty quick TT coming up and the course uh, around here as all well. the club like I said have been working really really hard and the course looks in good trim I was speaking to Dominic Herbertson a little bit earlier on when he was signing on he said he went for a lap and he said By heck, the course doesn't half look good so yeah, they've done a lot of work in uh, all the team members all the committee members all the helpers are coming the farmers they help them set out all the rent and bales every year uh, well done to them all they've kept it all going through all this so I'm down here in the it's the winner's enclosure just matters where I am and uh, it's been a while since you have been here the, guys, the one thing they do need to do is get on the grass cutting skills here because they've missed the bits under the fence and it's just a bit for continuity's sake they need to sort that out I'll have a little word on Herbie and see if we can get that sorted for Saturday and for Monday if you keep a little eye on the Southern 100 Facebook page as well and the Manx Radio Motorsport page I'm sure you'll be able to see stuff going on there but I know Boris Kitchen is down there who's the the Facebook guru for the club and the social media uh, side. He's been taking videos of all the machines going off and I'm going to move down there now because I'm sure we're not going to be too far away. Probably the reason why we do have a little bit of a break is because a lot of the guys have been out in the first practice session and now they're about to go out in the second practice session. Just got some news in about uh, uh, a possible sidecar non-starter. Uh, will be Nick Horton of course the winner here before with uh, Chris McGarn in the chair now I don't think they're going to be out tonight or maybe not at all because I think Chris is marshalling somewhere uh, out on the circuit so uh, Chris and Nick hope you get that sorted uh, for tomorrow as you hear the noise getting a little bit loud as we move further down so the little bypass road here right at the end there now with the flags of the various nations are fluttering in that little breeze we talked about just by the exit there you've got the big gate you've got a little roller wheel here so I'll just raise my voice a little bit as we go past the number 12 machine of Richard Ford, the 920 Norton, commanded from Garstang. Just had by Preston there, it's 91, just getting his machine fired up. Sounds good, the 500 pattern there. Number 11 ready to go also, Stevie Elliott. Previous winner round here too is Steve on the 500, uh, Rutter Honda 4106, Mentioned there, Simon in 4, Simon Lahane on the 500 machine. 54 there, That'll be, that will be will be Pete Boast on the G50, the matchless it is, they're going to see Pete back here once again, he's very familiar, number 54 that he always runs, 48, name check for Andy Kildare for Newton Arts. <laughs> away we go, practice two. TX500 starts won't start to get into the rolling road. Keep an eye out, number one Tim just for your notes there he's not on the 930 Rob North Trident it's Alan Oversby he's on the 500 Honda all right so keep a little eye on that when he comes around and we're just gonna keep an eye on here just for a second hopefully, hopefully Dominic will get it on but let's get out to Rob across four ways
2: for the big bikes Rob. Absolutely, yeah, I think uh, that quick changeover uh, between sessions is just the uh, first reminder in a couple of years of just how slick and efficient this operation is that the uh, Southern 100 Club put on. And, yes, we can hear that noise absolutely piercing this uh, sun kissed sky at the moment, just waiting for the first real appearance of those uh, coming through. We're uh, just waiting, and yes, indeed, we can see just way out in front here, absolutely barreling that through Maggie's cottage. Here is, in fact, number uh, 91 making his way through here. The, uh, there and uh, here come the uh, following travelling group in fact here they are coming in more numbers it's uh, 54 making it past 11 there so that's uh, there were Peter Bose going all the way past uh, Stephen Ellen. there we have 40 40- one heading through as well, that group of five, Big plume of smoke over in the distance but uh, bikes still moving here, 4, 140 making their way through and it's uh, 40 making his way past 100 there, Barry Davidson with the overtake on Heffernohan and following just behind them a couple of seconds, number 19 Sam Keed on the 500 ceiling matchless here, you can still see that plume of smoke in the background but everyone moving smoothly. Making their way through from the uh, next group here, number uh, 61, that's uh, Leon Murphy on the 5 Honda, 63, 36, 41, 43 and number 2, Paul Cassidy on the end of that group, followed by number 12 here, Richard Ford who's got a bit of space between himself as they all make their way through, no issues whatsoever through the corner, and back over to you Tim, it's time to go.
0: Yeah, green flag on display as the first rider emerges into view. And it is indeed at number 91. That's uh, Richard Bairstow, uh, who has gone through. Of course, no uh, times because they left the dummy grid further down the road. But this is the first flying lap now as there is number one. And as Chris rightly says, yes, on uh, the 500 Honda. And that is number 48, uh, Andy Kildare, they through. Number 48, uh, the Newton Arts rider, four through. That's Mike Hose, 40, Barry Davidson's through. And ahead of them were number 11, Stephen Elliott, number 54, Peter Boston, 106. And uh, 106 is uh, Simon Lehan, a newcomer from Pontefract. 100, heffern is through, 19, Sam Kincaid is through, 36, Jamie Coward, he'll be one of the uh, race favourites, 54, Peter Post is retiring further down the road, we are told. As 61, Leon Murphy, 63, in Thompson, 43, Gary Porter, 12, Richard Ford, 2, Paul Cassidy and 41, Colin Stockdale are all through. So 17 riders have made it through. Another one, two, three, four, a emerge: 51, 42, 49 and 99. Are through that's Nikolai Klinker, Andy Hornby, Anthony Ambler, Arthur Browning, and 75. Neil Lloyd has just crossed the uh, start finish line now. And uh, the road uh, just falls quiet temporarily. The Berger van across there is doing a good trade. I can see is uh, number 20 now uh, crosses the line. And number 20 is Guy Hutton on the 500 Honda, the new rider. And there is number three, Dominic Herbertson, who got Delayed uh, leaving there, the Hexam Rider leaving the uh, dummy grid. But let's go to uh, across four ways and Rob Pritchard
2: excellent timing first two coming through here is number 91 Richard Besto, barreling in here followed very closely now by uh, Alan Oversby who's caught up plenty of ground on him as they make it w- through really but uh, apart from those two there's a fair bit of a gap taking a look down here from those two who are going to be barreling their way up to uh, Church Bends of course here are the next couple of uh, riders coming into sight round Maggie's Cottage number 4 Mike O's is the first two followed by number 11 Stephen Elliott a good 5 or 6 bike lengths behind them number 40 is then following in behind Barry Davidson on the t- Team Gimbert Honda here, three abreast almost here coming through, three in a row, next it's number 36 followed by 100 and 106, that's Simon Lehane on the uh, back of that little group making its way through, two further as they uh, make their way around Corner Cottage, 43 and 19, so that's Gary Porter and Sam Kiki follow closely, number 61 Leon Murphy who makes his way through almost side by side, 63 and 12 through there. That was uh, Ian Thompson and Richard Ford and uh, a bit of space further back for Paul Cassidy and now back over to you Tim, it's time to go.
0: Perfect timing has uh, come over the crest of School Hill Rise there, number one across the line, that's Alan Oversby, there's number 91, That's Richard Bairstow. Uh, Alan Obersby, 89.356 miles per hour. Uh, Bairstow's time, 82.441. And uh, the third rider now comes into view, and it should be Mike Hoes. It is indeed uh, number four. He goes second on the uh, leaderboard. Seem to be just cutting the revs a little bit there. And they've got the option of doing a further lap. But uh, number 40, Barry Davidson's in uh, third place. And that is a new fastest uh, lap there from number 36, Jamie Coward. He goes to the top. And number four, yeah, I thought he was just shutting off as he went past us here. Mike Hose has retired. And uh, they've still got time to get uh, another flying lap in here. But Jamie Coward, 89.371 miles per hour. Obersby number one in second, 89.356. So there's a cigarette paper between those two. Number four, who's uh, just pulling in. uh, Further down the road is Mike Hose, 86.343 in third. Fourth is number 43, Gary. Oh, an overtake from 42 there uh, ahead of 48. And 42, in fact, goes into fifth place. So fourth is number 43, Gary Porter, 84.988 miles per hour. Fifth, number 42, the newcomer as well. What a performance and gave us some excitement here on the start and finish line with that overtake manoeuvre as they cross the line 84.988 for gary porter uh, for andy he's 84.333 a correction there uh, and he's down into sixth because uh gone up into first place is number three dominic herbertson at 91.953 miles per hour an astonishing lap uh, he's got the bike going and my word it's flying now
2: let's go to rob pritchard across four ways <laughs> Yeah, we've just had Alan Oversby through, followed by 85 and 91 here, so uh, we've got uh, Richard Bairstow at the back of that group, now Alan Oversby made up a lot of ground, I must say, Tim, that uh, when Dominic Herbertson was coming through the back of that pack there, he was certainly not messing around at all, making up the time here, next two through, past Maggie's Cottage, 36 and 40, so Jamie Coward leading just in front of Barry Davidson, followed by number 11, Stephen Elliott, On the Rutter Honda here those three through safe and sound and a fair gap to the rest of the pack that's just making its way over the horizon now here and uh, two absolutely really forcing the issue here and just making a look now it's uh, number 43 that's uh, Gary Porter about two or three bike lengths ahead of number 100 Heffernohen who's following closely and snapping at his heels there for a a good position here a bit more spread out the pack as they make their way back through the sunshine here coming through now is uh, number 12 there Richard Ford no pressure on him to make way round he does so, absolutely no problem at all. Number 61 to Leon Murphy 106,
0: 19 and 63. Tim over to you. Yeah Alan Oversby is through here at 91.057 but that's only for second as number 91 goes across the line and uh, Alan Oversby that's uh, enough he's happy with the three laps and is uh, pulling in uh, further down uh, at uh, the uh, club headquarters. And Jamie Coward has uh, gone into the 91s as well, uh, uh, as uh, has indeed uh, Dominic Herbertson, but we're waiting for him to come through. He's still top of the pile, but Jamie Coward's second. A 91.078 compared to Herbertson on the last lap at 91.953. As number 43 goes uh, through, and that's Gary Porter, and a good lap again uh, from him. He's up into fourth at 86.408 miles per hour. Davidson is third at uh, uh, f- uh, number 40. Barry Davidson at 86, and there's Herbertson at 91.0. Uh, well, he's not gone quicker this time. Uh, just. S- slightly slower uh, on 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 that uh, lap there. So let's just. Uh in fact, still waiting for Herbertson here uh, he's still only on here as two laps but the chequered flag is out and that was Herbertson just uh, uh, going through there but uh, he was five seconds or so slower and uh, noticeably on the Davies Motorsport uh, prepared bike had slowed but he's top of the pile at 91.953 miles per hour but the leaders a few of them still will be getting another lap in so let's head out to cross four ways
2: and Rob Pritchard Yeah, Tim, there's uh, Terence Sansom just coming through there at the moment on the uh, 500 Honda. Not seeing too much on the uh, horizon as of yet. It looks as though the uh, final uh, competitors are making their way through here. Then one thing you didn't, Roy Moore didn't tell me, it's a bit of an optical illusion looking down here. I'll come back to that at some other time because we do have uh, another coming through here. And it is indeed Jamie Coward absolutely uh, barreling in, no messing about. He's through cross four ways, absolutely no issue at all. And then a good five, six, seven seconds back is number 40 here, Barry Davidson and closing it down going through the gears and followed closely now by uh, Stephen Elliott with around four or five seconds difference there as they make their way back through the sunshine barreling up towards Church Bends and we can just see uh, one further bike machine making its way through here and that is indeed number uh, 43, plenty of space to himself there, Gary Porter on the uh, 750 BSA Rob North and following up, again a good 5-6 seconds behind, a bit more spread out, number 100, and that is Heffern on the uh, CDG50, and it's time to go back to you, Tim.
0: Yeah, bike just uh, hoving into view here, and that uh, is uh, number 96, and he just uh, stands up there, there's uh, number 96, uh, that's uh, Terence Sampson on the 500 uh, Honda. Paul and Dawn um, Matravers prepared bike as here is 36 Jamie Coward and he has gone. Slightly quicker on that, but uh, he can't knock. Number three, Dominic Herbertson away from the top of the leaderboard as number 40 now crosses the line, Barry Davidson. And he goes quicker as well, but stays in fourth. So Dominic Herbertson is the quickest in the opening practice session. Number three at 91.953 miles per hour. He did that on his second lap. And remember, he did have those issues uh, getting away from the dummy grid. Uh, further away uh, from us number 36 Jamie Coward is second quickest at 91.114 miles per hour and third is number one Alan Oversby also over the 91 miles an hour at just 0.57 miles per hour then there's a bit of a gap in terms of mile per hours as uh, fourth place is number 40 Barry Davidson at 86.688 miles per hour fifth at number 43 Gary Porter at 86.547 miles per hour and sixth just across the line should be just pulling in uh, at the slip road there further down towards the uh, clubhouse is the newcomer Andy Hornby what a ride by him. He's uh, adjusting very nicely indeed to the Colasplan course. And he has lap number 42 at 86.411 miles per hour. Seventh, number four, Mike Hose, only did the two laps at 86.343 miles per hour. Eighth, number 11, Stephen Elliott at 86.037 ninth number 12 richard ford at 84.576 miles per hour and completing the top 10 is number 91 richard Bersto at 82.712 miles per hour then it's uh, 11th number 100 heffern owen 12th number 61 leon murphy 13th number 35 uh, that's john lee pemberton 14th is number 81, Keith Clark. 15th, number 63, Ian Thompson. 16th, number 49, uh, Anthony Ambler. 17th, number 2, Paul Cassidy. 18th, number 51, uh, Nikolai Klinker. 19th, number 48, uh, Andy Kildare. And 20th, number 19, Sam Kinkeed. Uh, 21st is 75, Neil Lloyd. And 22nd is number 99, Arthur Browning. And that's as far as I can go. It's reached the bottom of the screen here at uh, the bus on the Castletown Bypass, the race headquarters. So looking at the AD Hewitt Dental Practice 1100cc Classic Race, the opening practice. They will get a further session in tomorrow. Uh, The leader at the moment on provisional pole is number three, Dominic Herbertson, 91.953 miles per hour. Second, number 36, Jamie Coward, 91.114 miles per hour. And third, number one, Alan Oversby. And if we just go back uh, to uh, what happened in this uh, race last year, last year, so easy to say, isn't it? Three years ago. Uh, just looking at it we had uh, uh, Jamie Coward was the uh, winner ahead of Dominic Herbertson and uh, Dean Stimpson as a newcomer uh, was in third so let's uh, just get reaction to what we've seen there from Chris Kinley
1: yeah thanks Tim just walking down with all the uh, the spectators and stuff they're making their way around the circuit visitors to our and welcome back guys nice to have you here in the sunshine just squeeze past this chap who's got more hair than his head than me let us get past there guys thank you very much good lads cheers am going to try and get a word if we can with dominic and now uh, obviously a good lap on that and find out uh, what the problems were on the uh, the start lap the sidecar is going to be going out next which is great to see i love the sidecars here and i'm actually going to do something a bit controversial I'm going. To, oh, no, i'm not going to jump the wall i'm getting way too old to be doing things like that so we'll take a walk into the paddock past the people a bit of a, a, a scoot on here, getting round the back. You can hear the, the generators kicking in as we walk round to the side. Past all the vans, very well laid out in here in the, uh, the sun under paddock, all always is. Maybe just catch the thoughts of Dom on track there, find out what the problem was with the machine. We're nearly back at them here now. They obviously come in and then turn into their into their areas. Got a bit of a pace on here, as you can tell. Not doing as much cycling as it should be. What was his lap time again, Tim?
0: Uh, sorry, Chris, it's gone off the screen. now. <laughs> oh, but, uh, okay. We were no, up, no, at, up you... in the nineties anyway, ninety yeah, threes. It was ninety
1: one, wasn't it? Yeah, not. not uh, ooh, 91 That's correct. Yes, I think it was something. Ninety one. There were three really. over anyway. ninety
0: one.
1: Yeah, there was him, Alan, and oh, there was one. I did have it on the on the screen. I've got there as well. But again, it's disappeared off for of me as well. So we'll have to go round. Can't actually see him at the moment. Don't know where he's disappeared to. I'm not so su- absolutely surprised he's not come back to his um, to his area. Hang on, i have just got to try and work an area through here, Tim. It's like the it's like the crystal maze. This it's like I'm following uh, Annika Rice on uh, what's that program? What was it called? Oh, she was jumping out of the helicopters. Oh, Treasure Hunt. What it's called now? Treasure Hunt. Well done. You've got it on DVD probably. So there we go. John Lee Pemberton. <laughs> I can just see there as well. Move out round the back. There's Ginny Kion, who's been the uh, the focus of uh, Mark Tyley on the and uh, Mark Herbertson there, Dominic Stad, so I don't think Mark will be too far away. No, just can't find him at the moment, which is a bit of a shame because I, I like to get the thoughts of Dom and see how he is. I look to see Alan Oversby's machines are there, but I don't see Alan as of yet. So the sidecars, I think the next Tim isn't it? I think it is. I think they should be because they keep the road clear. And Jamie Coward, actually, we'll grab a word with Jamie if we can. Jamie, how was that practice? Good?
3: Nice, right. to, nice to be back? Yeah, it's fantastic, to be fair. You know, just said to Ted then back in the morning, the oh, Manx Norton fit like a slipper, old slipper, so I got out there and a big smile on my face again, so uh, it was nice to get back out, and like everyone said, in the paddock and around the island at the moment, it's been three, three years away, so it's been absolutely amazing to get back out on track and uh, entertain the fans and spectators and stuff. So, Track conditions? Pretty good, to be fair. Is a... Uh, I'm just going to go speak to the organisers about across four ways. They've done a bit of resurfacing, changed the uh, on the exit, on the exit there. Yeah. But going into there, it's quite raised, and it's it, they've done a bit of white line work as well. So they, you go over the white line, it's quite a bit raised, and you go into like a bit of a hole, and it's a bit unsettling. So I'm going to see just go see the organisers. Just mention it to them, see if. And I'm going to speak to some of the riders first, see if they gonna see anything, or see if they've got the same idea or same feeling. So okay. all right, see what happens. Good to see. Thank you. Very much good to see the guys. Thanks very much for that. There's Jamie Cowan to the thoughts
1: on him on a a little bit of a a problem possibly with the timer but they are good here the guys are great they could just hear machines being fired up in the background so we will be getting underway again I know we're not sure how where we are on the schedule anyway but uh, we're doing pretty well yeah he's just going round, Jamie is now just having a little look round and just seeing speak to a few of the guys and just get their thoughts on it because it is important and there has to be a few surface changes especially on cross four ways and and rob just to bring you in on that on cross four ways you've got to in fact i'm, I'm picturing where you are you're looking up the road you're on the scaffolding right
2: on top of the bales aren't you yeah, that's right interesting the uh, conversations there that uh, jamie was having there about the surface here it's difficult to tell from my particular vantage point but you could actually just see on a, a couple of the sessions here not quite as early back as when the newcomers were familiarizing themselves that's a different kettle of fish really you just see a couple of the marshals out here at the uh, moment just having just a, a quick check to make sure uh, all's in place it seems to be so but you could sort of see on a couple of lines that they were taking there they were Almost, I would probably say, just from a neutral perspective, seem to be experimenting a little bit, so it may be the case that a a couple of the riders along with Jamie just have uh, maybe just a couple of different food for thought, I think, just on how they might uh, navigate that, if that is the case, but uh, nothing out of the ordinary to report, I don't think, but maybe it is indeed just a a bit of food Mm. for thought just coming uh, through here.
1: It's a post-classic uh, junior superbikes that are out next. Just on that, just describe the tarmac there, Rob, because it starts basically opposite where the White House is on the corner at Gosford ways doesn't
2: it? And it goes about 50, 60 yards up towards Church Bend's. Roughly so. I mean, just to give you an idea of the vantage point here. Obviously, we've got the uh, corner cottage just over my right shoulder here. Just looking at the tarmac, things are looking good down here. I think it's fair to say. I, I certainly wouldn't say there's anything untoward with the surface down here. But we can just see a, a couple of the marshals just making a, a couple of adjustments here to uh, something else, something minor by the uh, by the looks of it. But there are a couple of patches. If you actually look at the junction itself, where uh, cars would usually enter uh, uh, as a uh, normal roadway, there's a, a couple of uh, different patches where clearly repairs have been made. So maybe that's. Part of it maybe just around the corner of uh, Corner Cottage there might be uh, another little um, splash of uh, tarmac there that's been added over the uh, last uh, couple of years while things haven't been there like I say it does seem to be that uh, a couple of the riders particularly from my perspective I'm sure the riders will tell you different if this is the case just seems to be maybe uh, experimenting a little as to uh, what the right line is to come through the corner but uh, certainly nothing out of the ordinary here as far as I can see.
1: Just your thoughts, Rob. First time over there, across four ways, having a bit of a watch too. I know you've watched at the Blown Circuit before. What do you make it going into there?
2: Oh, it's absolutely fantastic here. Yes, I've um, been around a a, a couple of different uh, stopping points when it has been around. It's a weird one, isn't it, for the fact that uh, I know Tim almost referred to it as uh, last year, the time the last races were on. But, uh, you know, sometimes it feels like it really is three years. Sometimes it feels like yesterday. But no, it's a a fantastic setting here. The conditions are absolutely perfect. We've got plenty of people uh, lining the barriers over on the far side uh, of the uh, turn itself. So, fantastic turnout, everything rather uh, relaxed and uh, great to see the uh, first session that they make their way back it's, uh, it is, it's excellent down here I must say
1: Wait till the sidecars come towards you and we'll get your thoughts on that just a little bit later on Rob, they are an interesting thing just there, uh, Pete Boast has had a problem in practice there, maybe just grab a quick word with Boast he's got number 54 on the bike his normal number, he's on a 250 Honda this time problems in practice there Pete or all good?
3: Yeah, we had a bit of clutch slip first time out, Chris. But the actual bike's not run right right for a while. But uh, actually, actually, the engine was running good. So one problem leads to another. But we'll get it sorted. We've got another practice on that one. So talk
1: us through this on the 250 Honda you got here. You are a big lad on this.
3: Yeah, I am a big lad on this. But I'll tell you what, it's nice to ride, Chris. It's I bet uh, Thanks to John Chapman, he's uh, helped us out, because obviously we're trying to think of uh, the Manx Grand Prix, mm-hmm. so we're, it's really a good opportunity to ride the the 250, but uh, yeah, I'm a big lad, I'll, I'll, I'll get tucked in, Chris.
1: <laughs> get tucked in with the old elbows kind of in as well, on the slicks as well, so that's great, it's good to see a proper race bike on slicks, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I mean, um, we've tested at Cadwell on that, and man, these things do turn, and Oh, cracky! They're, they're made for the job, that's for sure. Is
1: this wind going to affect the little 250 gearing-wise? It's just dropped a little bit now. What sort of gearing are you running here now? Do you, is it similar to what you run on other bikes?
3: Yeah, I think the gearing, we've, we've gone one tooth bigger on the rear compared to the, the actual TT track, so we're just going to give that a run, see if it's anywhere near. Hopefully it'll be somewhere near, uh, and then we'll work from there.
1: All right, we'll let you crack on. It won't be too long away, and I can't wait to hear this girl going.
3: I know. Well, I'm ready to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's, like, he's chomping at the bit here, he is, Tim. So there he is, 54 uh, people. It's nice to get the thoughts of him on the 250. I did say the side cars right next. I do apologise on that. I had the wrong piece of paper open. If you want to, obviously, uh, keep up to date with everything. There's some, there's some pictures just gone on the Manx Radio Motorsport page, and they haven't put one of me on because you don't want to scare the kids. All right, guys, we'll leave it back to you, Tim, at the start line to set up for this next practice session.
0: Thanks very much indeed, uh, Rob and Chris there. And uh, just a a little note, and uh, we've had uh, a message in here uh, just on uh, our Welsh uh, pronunciation, so more than happy to uh, uh, correct it, and thanks for putting us uh, correct. So uh, it is uh, heaven, Owen. Uh, as in H-E-V-I-N, if you uh, want to pronounce it in the proper uh, Welsh way. Uh, I think we've been going Hefen, so it is Heaven Owen. So uh, just a note for our commentators uh, out and around uh, the place, uh, we, uh, we get the correct Welsh pronunciation of uh, Mr Owen as he is uh, racing here. So, yes, uh, next out should be... Uh, according to my list here, uh, Junior Superbikes. And they should be going out uh, any moment now. Uh, it's the post-classic Junior Superbikes and um the fact they were meant to leave the holding area about 12 minutes past seven, so that's about now. Uh, and then the technical inspection for the post-classic senior superbikes will be uh, taking place. 7:18 is when uh, the post-classic junior superbikes are meant to start their uh, practice, and they will have 12 minutes uh, then, because the checkered flag will be displayed here at the start-finish line at 7:30. If we're uh, running uh, two times, so Dominic Herbert's should be out once again on the uh, JCR Davies Motorsport uh, Honda, the 250 machine, uh, also down to race. the man from Sulby uh, on a 250 JCR Honda, again produced by JCR Davies Motorsport, and that is number eight, Dan Sale. Uh, we've got Ian Pert as a newcomer. Other newcomers, number 21, Joe uh, Yardsley, and number 25, Peter Moore, of course, the Douglas Ryder, and, uh, well, can't keep them more away from the Milan course, can you? Uh, but they're in action this time. Uh, number 29 is a newcomer, Marcus Simpson. Number 30, Connor Wade, a newcomer as well. And then further down, we've got number 83, Gareth Arnold, a newcomer on the uh, 248 Yamaha, the TZ. Uh, 94, Gordon Clark uh, is a newcomer. And 95, Steve Paul Higgerty. Uh, The man from uh, Caterham is also a newcomer in this race. Uh, Others uh, to have a little uh, look out for. Number 40 is uh, Barry Davidson, who's been uh, going pretty well, the Balamina riders, so far uh, in practice. Peter Boast, who we were hearing from uh, before, the rider from Market uh, Raisin, he's on a 250 Honda RS. Number 54, Peter Boast. And we've got, uh, well, you've got the doctor now retired from the MotoGP world, uh, but we can offer you number 60, the decorator, Billy Cummins. And uh, the man, father, of course, of uh, Connor is out on a 250 Yamaha. So we've got in this class, uh, when they do race, it'll be seven laps. So it's 29.75 miles. Uh, the race record is held by James Cowden. Uh, and the lap record by the late James Cowton. Uh, 2014, he set it at just an incredible lick at 99.426 miles per hour. So the plates, it's orange plates on uh, black numbers, and we've got uh, machines two strokes from 230cc to 350cc, uh, but there's also 600cc four-stroke machinery in there. Uh, But we've also got, of course, the uh, 750 Ducati, uh, an F1 replica that uh, number 29 Marcus Simpson is riding the newcomer, the Douglas man, uh, out on a Ducati that's uh, the one Ducati. No, there's a 600 uh, Ducati for number 37, uh, Dean Edwards as well. So, pretty much uh, mostly uh, Yamaha machinery is the uh, order of the day. Uh, it, but the uh, Hondas are preferred by Dominic Herbertson and Dan Sale. Got Kawasaki's in there as well. And a Yamagata is what it's uh, put in the programme for, for number 33, uh, Chris Moore, on the uh, Outthwaite Plant and Silverstone Services prepared bike. The rider from New uh, Mills will be on. That's a 2002 version uh, of that bike. So... uh, it is going to be this race uh, start time is uh, it's race 5 in the programme it'll be 10 past 10 on uh, Monday morning, let's go down to Chris Kinley
1: yeah all of a sudden Tim there was a lot of activity here because Pete Boat's number 54, fire that little RS250 Honda up and Peter is on his way down to the little holding area that they have at the end of the, the road that links Castletown uh, with, the, with the bypass and there we have number 94 oh, excuse me, just gone past us there now that's uh, Gordy Clark from Hempstead on a well a lovely FZ600 Yamaha. To be fair, before they made the R version, that's been the one little bike that they had the thousand version that with the X up on it too. So the next bike through, I think it's uh, another Kawasaki. There is some interesting machines in here. Ian Pert. Uh, for those who know uh, Ian. Ian Scotsman from Edzell on a 600 Kawasaki GPZ number 118 also gone past us now Andy Saylor he's on another 600 Kawasaki just to hear the noises going through the recovery vehicle 33 Chris Moore always has a nice 250 Yamaha 52 Brian Clark from Morecambe and the 1994, 600 Yamaha, Oi, number 29, I, I knew who that was, <laughs> that's Marcus Simpson, one of our local lads up there at Derby, going very, very well, now he is on a beautiful bike, a 1986, 750 Ducati F1 replica, 83, also through another local lad, Gareth Arnold, he was at the North S200 the other week as well, done a couple of the Irish roads, 31, Colin Croft and a bit of a chat to Colin and also Anthony Redmond, number 46, they're all happy, having a bit of fun, 95 is next, Steve Paul Hegarty. Hagerty, I beg your pardon, on the 250 Yamaha, number 50. That's a Yamaha, that of Dave Glover from Scunthorpe, the 1991 250 TZ. Hello, How are you? Okay. <laughs> 45 is next, 80 Scaife goes past us now. Good. That's a lovely machine. The uh, Moto Fix Otley 250 Honda, and number 30, that's Conor Wade from Ledworth on another 250 machine. And they are out on the circuit. And you can tell it's 250s because as you look towards Balakagan, there's that lovely, lovely smoke haze. The set is up there, ready for practice, number three for race number five, the Jeff Duke Superbike race, the Junior Superbike race. Let's go to Cross Four Ways. And Rob Pritchard.
2: Yeah, Chris, thanks very much. Just waiting for them to uh, make their way around here. And uh, just what, the one thing I was going to point on... Uh, before I was uh, interrupted during the last uh, practices. One thing that Roy Moore didn't tell me, it's a bit of an optical illusion looking down towards uh, the uh, just past Maggie's cottage there, because on a couple of occasions, it looks like when the riders are three abreast, they are, in fact, in a perfect line formation, one behind the other. So I think that's something I've got to get used to. Roy Moore, in his wisdom, doesn't need to uh, worry about that whatsoever, particularly over his time doing this job. But, uh, yeah, we're just waiting for the next set to make their way through. People waiting, uh, anticipating... Just waiting to hear the first bout of noise. I think uh, making its way up down that section of the track, and I think we can just about hear the first making their way towards the uh, towards the area where we're concerned. I'm just waiting to see who will be making their way through here. Been waiting uh, quite some time for the last uh, couple of seconds. You might be able to hear that in the uh, background yourself. Here, plenty of uh, plenty of calm and silence amongst those uh, watching and waiting. And here indeed an absolutely barreling through here past uh, Maggie's Cottage here we are the first one to emerge and it's uh, number 54 Peter Boast making his way through followed just a couple of seconds behind by number 118 that's Andy Saylor on the 600 Kawasaki and then a good 5 or 6 gap again to number 29 and that is Marcus Simpson one of the newcomers then followed by 33 making their way in, no issues at all Chris Moore on the 250 Yamaha 60 just with a quick overtake on 52 there so uh, Billy Cummings the decorator as Tim called him there just making his way through on the overtake 105 now making his way as well Uh, that's Andrew Cowie of Ramsey and a fair gap uh, after that as well so it seems like the First pack are a bit spread out as it were, 94 now making their way through as well, Gordon Clark, another of the newcomers on the uh, 600 Yamaha, he'll be making his way up towards uh, Church Benz imminently. Final three so far in this next group coming through, number 31 is Colin Croft, want to keep an eye on, 46 and 95 following close behind as well. Two side by side in fact, there we are, 45 just making it past 25 here. Time to go back to you Tim.
0: Yeah, first two bikes into view. Fifty-four is across the line first, and then one hundred and eighteen. So Peter Bose safely through, and Andy Sailor, and they've uh, got a little bit of a head of steam ahead of uh, the rest. As two more emerge, twenty-nine and number thirty-three. Twenty-nine is uh, Marcus Simpson, the newcomer, and thirty-three is Chris Moore. Sixty across the line now. On the uh, orange plates, so the black numbers on 60 is Billy Cummins. Two together here, 105 ahead of 52. Seem to be slowing. 52, Brian Clark. 105 is uh, Andy Cowie. I think 52 had just uh, stepped off the gas as he crossed the line, and uh, with another bike uh, comes over the crest of School Hill. 94 is across the line. That's the newcomer, Gordon Clark. But uh, it does seem that uh, 52, Brian Clark, is still going. 31, 95, and 45 there across the line. That's Colin Croft, Stephen Paul Higg, and uh, Adrian Scape. Two together close there with Connor Wade and Dave Glover. Anthony Redmond just ahead of them, and Peter Moore safely across the line, as is number 57, Brian Nickel. So 16 machines have uh, crossed the line uh, for uh, this Jeff Duke Junior Superbike race. Uh, They will do the seven laps, as I say. 25 Peter Moore has pulled in down at the uh, clubhouse. So let's uh, head back out to Rob at Cross Four
2: Ways. Yeah thanks Tim, another bit of a gap here but you're almost right on cue, I don't know how you did that but we do have the first making their way into cross four ways and it is indeed number uh, 54 Peter Boat has opened up a little bit of a gap now to number 118 making his way through that uh, Andy Sailor, a bit more of a difference between the two of them, they're both through uh, safe and sound here and uh, certainly not messing about making their way now, does seem to be very spread out as it stands at the moment, here is number uh, 33 Chris Moore with a bit of a uh, tarmac between him and number 29 making his way way through now Marcus Simpson on the uh, 750 uh, Ducati and then we've got uh, another fair gap again really spread out the field as it stands at the moment coming through all on his own here number 60 that is uh, Billy Cummins makes his way through no problem at all and then we're looking at another good 10 second gap here as uh, the next makes their way through past uh, Maggie's Cottage here it's number 105 Andy Cowie familiar face up in the north of the island, in Ramsey as well, and you can uh, you can see the distances that are being pulled out between the uh, the separate riders here. And uh, number 52 through, but it's time to go back to Tim.
0: Perfect timing as the first machine comes uh, into our view, and the second, but 54. Peter Boast at 88.8, 8, 118 through. That's Andy Sailor at 88.641 miles per hour. Uh, Compared to Peter Boast at 88.866 miles per hour. Number 33 has gone to the top of the leaderboard It's 89.743 miles per hour. 33, of course, is Chris Moore. Here's number 29 across the line. Marcus Simpson, the newcomer, 84.220 miles per hour. Fourth quickest at the moment, but more riders, of course, to cross the line. Number 60, that's Billy Cummins. He slots into fifth of the five riders across the line so far at 83.703 miles per hour, but quickest so far is 33. Chris Moore, 105. That's uh, the Ramsey man, Andrew Cowie, across the line, 81.410 miles per hour in these glorious conditions on a Friday evening at the start of what we hope is going to be a bumper fortnight of action here on the Isle of Man. 45 goes up into fourth that's Adrian Scaife and into eighth place is number 52 Brian Clark. Scaife at uh, 86.077 miles per hour. uh, Brian Clark at 74.096 another machine into view and there's bright sunshine here is number 31 that's Colin Croft. 50 30, 95, 57 just getting across on the inside there of 94, but with no time to bring you the details there, let's get to cross four ways, and Rob Pritchard...
2: Yeah, thanks, Tim. Uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, Chris Moore there, hails from New Mills, will be a familiar club to FC Allemans supporters, but no more football references, we promise that. Here come the first two in here, 54 and 118 gap really closed up here as both Peter Boast and Andy Saylor made their way through there. Couldn't have been more than just a couple of tenths of a second between them there, but there is a fair five or six seconds between them and number 33, Chris Moore. He makes his way through no problem at all on this occasion things really starting to uh, spread out now as we look past uh, Maggie's cottage up the uh, sweeping turning bends to the next to make their way through here all on their own seems to be a bit of a familiar side riders on the road number 29 here Marcus Simpson on the 752 Ducati makes his way through absolutely no problem at all and then we can hear the uh, squealing engine of the next to make their way through in the sunshine it is indeed number uh, number 60 Billy Cummins all on his own once again makes his way through once again no issues at all whatsoever looking further down yet again plenty of sun on the track but not too many riders close together and uh, once again one emerging by themselves but uh, no time for that going back to you tim
0: yeah two bikes very close together this time uh, as they cross the line 54 just ahead of 118 uh, 54 is uh, Peter Boast and uh, 118, Andy Sailor. He's gone into second, but uh, another quickest time from number 33, Chris Moore, who is absolutely flying on that 250 yam getter as it is called in the program 91.927 miles per hour still of course some way off the lap record uh, set by James Cagdon remember with great fondness number 29 Marcus Simpson is through on his third lap and he's moved up to 6th in the provisional standings at 85.630 miles per hour here's number 60 through that's uh, Billy Cummins and uh, he has gone quicker, but stays in seventh provisionally at 84.511. So it's Chris Moore who is quickest, number 33 at 91.927 miles per hour. Second quickest, 118 Andy Sailor at 89. Point five four one. that was uh, Andy Cowie across the line. He's in eighth position. Third, number 28, Tom Snow at 89.356 miles per hour. Fourth, number 54, Peter Boast. Peter Boast is at 88.866 miles per hour. Fifth, number 45, Adrian Scafe at 86.077 miles per hour. And sixth, going really well, number 29, Marcus Simpson, the newcomer, at 85.630. Let's get back to Cross Four Ways and Rob
2: Pritchard. Yeah, thanks Tim. Just uh, waiting to see the uh, next batch make their way through here and almost uh, right on cue we've got a little bit of a gap between one or two seconds here. It's actually Andy Saylor who's taken the front of the pack here over uh, Peter Boast, followed closely now by Chris Morris. seems to have really uh, closed the gap here at number uh, 33. The three starting to bunch up as they make their way through to uh, Church Bend and up towards uh, Great Meadow. Could be uh, interesting to see how close those three are as they make their way uh, up to you, Tim, later on. We're just waiting to see who's going to be the next pack to make their way through will it be the same story that we saw with those three riders bunching up a little bit more after a spread out start, it's not the case at the moment one solitary rider making his way through once again, it is number 29, Marcus Simpson with plenty of time to negotiate this and does so with absolutely no problem at all so apart from the front three there by the looks of it, of uh, Andy Saylor, Peter Boast and uh, Chris Moore, things still pretty spread out as the next makes their way through, that is number 60 Billy Cummins on the 250 Yamaha through cross four ways absolutely no trouble at all here we're going to wait to see but no time for that at the moment back to you tim
0: yep that's the uh, nature of three bikes emerge into view first of them is 118 54 and 33 and uh, he's gone quicker again is our provisional pole sitter number 33 chris moore 92.354 miles per hour uh, second still is uh, the third lap per uh, time of uh, Andy Saylor, number 118, but uh, Tom Snow is still in there, Peter Bose, number 54, he did go slightly quicker on that uh, last lap, the chequered flag is on display here, that's the end of that session, 88.892 miles per hour 29 crosses the line and uh, that's marcus simpson he's put in his quickest lap stays in sit just moved up into sixth on the overall timings and marcus simpson there at 85.731 what a good performance on his debut here at the number 60 sits up And that is Billy Cummins. And he's put his quickest time in as well at 84.658 miles per hour and moves up into seventh place in the provisional standings. For this race number five, it'll be Monday morning this will take place. Uh, But, of course, there is a further practice session tomorrow afternoon, Saturday afternoon, and then we have a break. Roads open and close again, and uh, then we get racing. Got uh, the right leg out there. Andy Carroll just acknowledging the chequered flag has been seen. And uh, he's in uh, ninth position. Couldn't beat his uh, fastest on lap two of 81.410. Uh, eighth is number 50, Dave Glover, at 81.452. So let's give you the top then. Number uh, 33 is in pole position provisionally. Chris Moore at 92.354 miles per hour. That best lap was 2 minutes 45.667 sec- uh, seconds. Second was number 118, Andy Saylor, uh, 89.541 uh, but that is over five seconds uh, slower than number 33, our provisional pole setter, sitter, Chris Moore. Two more across the line there, uh, Brian Nickel and Connor Wade, and uh, Brian Clark now has just crossed the line and has moved up with a quicker lap for him into 14th overall. But back to the top third is number 28, Tom Snow. 89.356 miles per hour. Fourth is number 54, Peter Boast and that was his last lap where he just edged it up a bit to 88.892 miles per hour. Fifth is number 45, Adrian Scaife, at 86.077 miles per hour. Sixth, number 29, the newcomer Marcus Simpson, at 85.731 miles per hour on his last lap. He put in quicker laps one after the other there, which is really the way that any newcomer should go. Get yourself comfortable and just build yourself into... Uh, getting the speed, being nice and relaxed and steady away. Seventh, number 60, the decorator Billy Cummins, 84.658 miles per hour. Eighth, number 50, Dave Glover at 82.641 miles per hour. Ninth, 105, Andy Cowie at 81.410. Tenth, number 57, Brian Nickel at 80.799 miles per hour. then we've got uh, in 11th, Number 30, Connor Wade, 12th, number 31, Colin Croft, 13th is number 95, and that is Steve Paul Higgerty, the Caterham rider. Uh, 14th number 52 Brian Clark 15th number 94 uh, another of the newcomers Gordon Clark 16th number 46 Anthony Redmond and 17th number 25 and that is the newcomer uh, Peter Moore unfortunately uh, came in and didn't record a time came in at the end of that opening uh, citer lap as it would be referred to so uh, no time unfortunately for uh, the Douglas rider. so Pretty dominant performance there by number 33, uh, Chris Moore, on uh, that uh, lovely name, 250 Yamagata, uh, the new Mills rider. And uh, Rob noted another reference to football. And... Um, a 2002 year bike, that, um, prepared by uh, Althwaite Plans and Silverstone Services. So, course inspection cars, uh, second one just crossing the line now. They've just been uh, out just to take a look at uh, something that uh, uh, they wanted just to go out with because they weren't due to go out until uh, after the next session just to take the look around. So, they've just had a quick look uh, just to check everything's in, uh, in order. So, that was the... Jeff Duke Junior Superbike uh, race there, which uh, say is race 5. Next up, we should have the 250 Lightweight Classic uh, and the 125 Post Classics. And they uh, should be leaving the holding area uh, and proceeding uh, to the dummy grid we are just running uh, around about five minutes or so uh, just behind schedule Um, but uh, nobody uh, they haven't uh, left to go to that dummy grid yet so uh, let's just uh, bring in uh, Rob here and uh, just see how he's enjoying this uh, session here with a microphone in hand rather than a cold beer maybe watching on a hedge somewhere but uh just seeing it's to me to, when Chris has held the microphone, that to me was the noise of the night, just hearing those bikes going away from the dummy grid was just exhilarating and quite emotional as well after a three-year gap. And I'm sure a lot of fans have felt that uh, that way around uh, having had to wait so long. Uh, 2019 to 2022 doesn't sound uh, a lot overall, but my word, it's been painful. Rob, uh, your thoughts?
2: I totally agree with you there. Yeah, just listening to the noise around uh, Chris Kinley there, sometimes uh, words aren't required, are they? You know, there's that saying, isn't there, that a a picture can speak a thousand words, sometimes just uh, an audio clip can speak a thousand words just in terms of uh, just the... uh, the, you know, the excitement, the energy around here, absolutely brilliant, and we've, we've touched on it that many times, but I'm going to do so again. The absolutely fantastic weather. It may have put some people off had things been a bit more hit and miss, and uh, I do believe the uh, machines are making their way out, and it's a chance to go over to uh, Chris Kenley, Straight over
1: yeah thanks Rob I'm actually still in the little holding area having the field it's just a the field there's normally sheep in here they're keeping the grass down but uh, yeah the tents are here the bikes are heading the way out the 250s and of course the 125s good to see the 250s and the 125s 250s on the green plates with the white numbers 125s black plates and the white numbers and quite interesting looking at the uh, the regulations for this about what qualifies in this is some uh, pretty old 125 Hondas and Yamahas and stuff in the in the field it is great to see I've just seen number 16 uh, 7 go out, Jeff Bates. Now Jeff when they're normally doing the normal show on Manx Radio which Mike Reynolds is on at the moment uh, he'd normally message in from Thornton Cleveland, that's where he's from. He's just headed out on track there now, in fact I just see him going over there and heading out. I did come down here to try and find Chris Moore, trying to have a quick chat with Chris, see if he was happy enough uh, with that practice, uh, the speeds that he was getting up to and well done for the position for uh, Marcus Simpson, I think you said 8th Tim wasn't it, for uh, Marcus Simpson on the 250s, the 125s, the lovely two strokes will be heading down towards you for the first lap of their opening practice here on a Friday
2: evening at Cross Four Ways. Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, waiting to see the first uh, Hove interview here. Just, uh, must say, just before uh, you came to me there, just uh, took a couple of moments, just to take a couple of pictures for myself, uh, embracing the moment. You don't see often see... Uh, come back from a lengthy layoff for uh, road racing all that often we're so glad to uh, have it back here just waiting to hear the cacophony of noise making its way all the way down past the lights of the uh, the stables through the dip and eventually as they will eventually come into my eye line up at uh, Maggie's cottage here and indeed here are the first ones making their way through and just taking a look here it's uh, Keith Shannon as he did earlier on today he's the one leading the pack from uh, Mike Hose and Ewan Hamilton making their way through the are the uh, front three there, A couple of seconds out in front there Keith Shannon but uh, very close together Mike Hose and Ewan Hamilton following not far behind setting the uh, early pace here quite a way in front of the uh, next rider making his way through uh, Maggie's Cottage, that's just hoving into view now and we're just taking a look as he goes back down through the gears it is a number 102 Nick Penny on the 249 249- Jeff Monty special and then we've got a uh, host three four riders coming through right out in front here is number 108 Bill Butler followed by 107 47 and 90 so ending the pack there Mike Barry on the 252 catty and then we have number 65 Loris Hunt coming through 104 and 40 following behind Barry Davidson in there and then number 89 as well so Lawrence Cummins of Ramsey making his way through a couple of seconds and another making their way through no trouble at all Alan Smallbones followed by number 79 and that is Mark Herbertson on the 125 Honda and it's time to go back to you Tim.
0: Yeah and we uh, glance up the bypass and three machines are now in sight it's number five seven and four so that's Keith Shannon Ewan Hamilton and Mike Hose so they're uh, just starting their first flying lap now their first timed lap so we uh, well, it's quite a distance that those three have uh, forged ahead of the rest of the pack as uh, we're looking up to the uh, railway bridge. We can see them if we look up the railway line, the steam railway line here uh, crossing the bridge to seen two or three machines uh, crossing that bridge. And now they'll come over the crest of uh, School Hill. And first bike, two bikes into view with two just a little bit further back and it's 108, 102, 197 and 47 as more bikes come into view. So that is Bill Butler, Nick Penny, uh, Michael Titchmarsh, and Russell uh, robery 17, uh, is Russell, 65 is safely through, that's Loris Hunt, 40, Barry Davidson is through, and 104, Andy Hunt is through, 90 is through, that's two together there, three, in fact, uh, Alan Smallbones and Mark Herbertson, Herbertson trying to get past number 27, Herbertson is number 79, Andy Hunt, the newcomer, is through, uh, Mike Barry is through, and, uh, also through is number 27, Alan Smallbones, and number 89, Lawrence Cummins. Number 60, latest through, and that is Billy uh, Cummins. Number 68, uh, Rob Farrington has gone through as well. So number 12 across the line now, that's Richard Ford. So Shannon Hamilton and Hoes quite a way ahead of the rest. Will that be the same across four ways? Rob Pritchard.
2: Well, I imagine it very well could be. We're just waiting to see who's coming into the eye line, but I think we can be almost certain that it's going to be that Suzuki and Ariel Arrow that are going to be leading the way, and we do have uh, one making their way through and two further behind. It is, in fact, number seven, Ethan Hamilton, who's made his way right there with Ewan Hamilton, I should say, followed by number five and four, respectively, Keith Shannon and Mike Hose. Shannon leading Hose and... uh, quite a distance between them, it was uh, Ewan Hamilton who'd actually pulled out in front of those two, he pulled out a good five or six second gap as both Shannon and Mike Hose battling away for uh, supremacy there, but Ewan Hamilton got plenty of uh, tarmac in front of him to make up some ground and get some uh, clean air to get those good times in, but for Shannon and Hose, they're certainly not messing about even though they're trying to find the best line themselves, and uh, you're absolutely right, as we expected from the last time they made their way round to cross four ways, there's quite the gap that has developed here, quite a long wait until we see the uh, next set of riders making their way through here, they'll be absolutely roaring through church bends and great better the front three we do have two emerging here, three in fact bit of a gap here, two almost side by side here and it's number 40 goes past 65 Barry Davidson making the move there on Loris Hunt, followed by two more which are backed up by Russell Roby, the newcomer and then a number 104 there Andy Hunt on the Ducati Monza as the more of them make their way through no time for that at the moment, over to you Tim
0: Yeah Ewan Hamilton across the line, he's got a bit of a lead now on number 4 and 5, Mike Hose into second and uh Five, of course, is Keith Shannon. Just have a stationary uh, yellow at the top there. The flag marshal uh, is displaying at the top of School Hill Rise as uh, a bike uh, has uh, just retired there and is on the pavement. So just the yellow stationary flag out there warning uh, riders coming around uh, Castletown uh, corner, the rail corner there, and uh, down uh, the bypass. So Ewan Hamilton, top of the pile, number 7, 82.080 miles per hour. Second is Mike Hose at 79.515. And third, Keith Shannon, number five, at 79.045 miles per hour. And uh, two more machines interview. It is a big gap there now. It's uh, 65 through 40. So that's Barry Davidson and uh, Loris Hunt. There's number 107, 17, and 104 through 108 is Bill Butler safely through. So fourth is number 40 Barry Davidson at 76.877 miles per hour. Fifth, number 65 Loris Hunt at 76.826. And sixth now is number 79 just gone through. Number 79 is Mark Herbertson at 75.270. Is number 90 is through. That's uh, Mike Barry. Seventh and newcomer Andy Hunt at 74.894 as uh, 27, 89, 90 and
2: 102 go through. Let's go to Cross Four Ways and Rob Pritchard. Yep, yeah, no change there. The uh, gap between the front three is considerable and bang on cue here. Someone's making up a, a lot of ground indeed and uh, just looking, here he is. It is Ewan Hamilton. He's pulled out a sizable gap now between the... Uh, Two following in behind him, and uh, Mike Hose has pulled off a bit of a way, managed to get two or three seconds into cross four ways ahead of uh, Keith Shannon. So the gap opening up slightly between the front three there, just between themselves as they uh, hammer their way up to Church bends. But let's be an absolute no doubt, there is, seems to be a vast, yawning chasm at the moment of difference between the front three and the others coming forward. In fact, just as I uh, handed over to you watching those going past, there did seem to be some interesting uh, jostling for racing lines and better speed throughout the corner. Coming coming through after that and uh, we might be able to catch some of that before they make their way right past over uh, Great Meadow towards you. We're just going to see who might be making their way over the horizon here waiting for the side of the next one to come through that gap really has dramatically increased here we'll see if we can actually uh, get ourselves some more riders coming through before we make our way back to you we can just see two emerging as they make their way through uh, Maggie's Cottage here certainly not uh, hanging around here and it is number uh, 65 Loris Hunt he's got himself back in front of number 40 Barry Davidson somewhere along the line and that is time for us to go back to you Tim
0: Yes, thank you very much indeed. As number seven, Ewan Hamilton, uh, has gone through and is top of the pile at the moment. Mike Hose has also moved up into second. Keith Shannon stays in third. Mike Hose at 80.197 uh, miles per hour. Ewan Hamilton uh, didn't improve on his time from the second lap 82.080. Now, we have got uh, a couple of people uh, further up, halfway up School Hill, who've uh, come over the barriers. And, uh Sad to report, and uh, there's a little bit of concern. You have to stay. It's trespassing when the roads are closed. You have to stay on the other side of the barriers. So uh, racing, there's a travelling marshal just uh, walking further up, but uh, they will, uh, Jim Hunter it is, but uh, you cannot cross over the barriers. Stay behind the barriers. As next interview is... Uh, two machines at 65 followed by number 40. 65 goes in to third above Keith Shannon that's uh, Loris Hunt at 79.062 miles per hour and uh, number 40 of course was Barry Davidson at 78.945 three more machines into view and that was uh, 107, 104 and 17. That's uh, Andy Hunt, Russell Robury and uh, Michael Titchmarsh. 79 across the line and 108. 79, Mark Herbertson's moved up into sixth place at 75.891 miles per hour. And uh, the Travelling Marshal uh, has uh, made his way towards uh, where our trespassers had gone. Uh, and guess what? They're on the other side of the hedge already. Let's go out to cross four ways and Rob Pritchard.
2: Great timing, Tim. Just seeing uh, Ewan Hamilton making his way through. Absolutely no problem at all. He's pulled out a sizable advantage. He's got uh, plenty of tarmac to go into here. Another big gap before we can see number four, Mike Hose, on the aerial arrow making his way through. No sign of uh, Keith Shannon, who was uh, in behind. Just to echo uh, your words there, Tim, that uh, road closures are an extremely serious matter. They must not be uh denied d- denied at all time well, Keith Shannon making his way through right on cue here number number five on the uh 250 suzuki please make sure you adhere to all road closure laws and that is the message to uh, all listeners every time that racing is taking place they are in place for an extremely good reason well, I think I'm getting myself a, a fair bit of a, a tan out here this uh, th- this evening, and I think it will be uh, developing quite nicely by the time we uh, see the uh, next group come through. That gap's still as uh, large as ever, as we wait to see the next coming through the uh, stables and through the dip as well. And I can indeed see one of those glistening in the uh, sunshine, rather making his way down here through Maggie's Cottage, just waiting for confirmation. Bit of a gap opening up here. Loris Hunt, number 65, has opened up about two or three seconds on uh, Barry Davidson, who's dropped a, a little bit further back, but both are through the corner. No issues at all. Back to you Tim.
0: Yes yeah, seven Ewan Hamilton has finished the chequered flag is out and he stays with that lap on his second time circuit at 82.080. Mike Hose has gone uh, quicker and up into second at 80.891 miles per hour as another machine comes into view and that is number five Keith Shannon he hasn't gone any quicker, fat noticeably uh, slower, in fact, on that lap. 79.045 miles per hour on his second lap is the one that will count, but it's getting the laps in and getting dialed back into racing around the Colespellown course, which shall be the, uh, uh, the biggest uh, thing to put in the bank ahead. I'm glad to say that uh, the uh, spectators all seem to now be uh, correctly in position behind the barriers, as uh, Mark still see orange uh, marshals and uh, the green uh, fluorescence of uh, the travelling marshal, Jim Hunter, that went up there to investigate. 65 has gone a tad quicker on that last lap. Uh, in third place, uh, Loris Hunt at 80.156 miles per hour. Uh, fourth is number five, Keith Shannon, 79.045. Fifth is number 40, Barry Davidson at 78.948 miles per hour. And in sixth, it's number 12. That is Richard Ford at 77.841. More across the line. It's uh, 104, 17, and 107. 79 across the line. That's Mark Herbertson. He's gone quicker, but he stays uh, down in seventh there. Uh, 79, Mark Herbertson at 76. 937 miles per hour 8th number 104 the newcomer Andy Hunt 75.209 his quickest on that last circuit 9th number 17 another newcomer uh, number 17 and that is uh, Russell uh, Robry And Richard Ford, I can tell you, just interrupting there. Richard Ford just crossed the line, number 12, and he's gone up into fourth place at 79.153 miles per hour on that uh, last lap there. So... That does, in fact, drop uh, number 17, Russell Robery, down into ninth. And tenth is 107, Michael Titchmarsh, at uh, 74.561 miles per hour. Then it's 11th, number 108, Bill Butler. 12th, number 60, is uh, another across the line, is number 60. He's, in fact, uh, just nudged ahead now of Bill Butler. That's uh, Billy Cummins moved up into 11th and relegated uh, number 108, Bill Butler, into uh, 12th place. Up into 13th is number 68, uh, Bob Farrington. 14th, number 27, Alan Smallbones. uh, 15th is number 89, Lawrence Cummins. 16th is number 90, Mike Barry. 17th, number 85, Danny Pullen. And 18th, number 102, Nick Penny. But your top three, Ewan Hamilton, is top. Number seven, 82.080 miles per hour. Second, number four, Mike Hose at 80.891 miles per hour. And in third, number 65, Loris Hunt at 80.156 miles per hour uh chris kinley calling chris kinley uh ewan hamilton yeah. impressive
1: mm. spoke to you and a little bit earlier on tim and he was very very happy and smiling and we, he was the guys actually talking about for gear and for these little bikes so he's obviously has made the right choices on that getting set up for the super bikes, which are going to be going out next or the post-classic superbikes and uh I've had to put the coat on. They said temperature's just dropped just a little bit here. Just a, just that little bit of breeze is just still there from where it was before, but the, the temperature has dropped a little bit, so we've put the old Manx Radio coat on with the fleece inside it uh, just to keep warm. Fortunately, I don't have not abreast of the times here because I have a little tablet that kind of links up with what they've got in the hut, but for some strange reason, there's a van blocking where exactly where I want the Wi-Fi signal to chuck over to where I am, and there's a little white van just uh, blocking that signal, so we'll work on that for tomorrow. But yeah, Tim, you and Hamilton excellent excellent stuff from human to be on top there of course a regular round here at balan for many many years and of course on the uh, the mountain circuit with the, with the max grand prix and again i did go to try and find a couple of the guys earlier on but again they're out again in, in this next one we've got the superbikes out next previous winners of this uh, have we got anybody there? Jamie Coward, uh, number 36 on the KTS Racing Power by Steadplan, 750 machine. A couple of newcomers, we'll keep an eye on Marcus Simpson again, I think you said he was doing about 80, 88 mile an hour, I think you said a bit earlier on, 86, 88 mile an hour for the newcomer of the Douglas Man, 750 Ducati on him. Another newcomer, uh, Andy Hornby, number 42 on the 750 Suzuki, uh, Dean Ratcliffe, number 73 on another 750 Kawasaki, seems to be... Uh, the weapon of choice really this doesn't it and uh, Gordon Clark number 94 from Hemel Hempstead on one of the big uh, 1200cc GSX-R Suzuki's that should be a bit of a handful around the uh, the very bumpy uh, section especially going in as you go through um just before you get to Duck Street there on the run to uh, Balabeg as you go through the little gap in the thing. And I was watching an old video a, a little while ago of the 250 race way, way back. And uh, a rider uh, was sat up by another rider going into there. And uh, the rider had to go through Joey's Gate, affectionately known as Joey's Gate. And the gate always left open. For those who don't know, it on the road to Balabeg. You go over the railway bridge at the bottom of the Balakagan Strait, Iron Gate there. Turn right uh, over the railway bridge and then turn left as you head towards uh, the bumpy section as you run towards uh, Balabeg, Hairpin and yeah, the rider had to go through the gate which is always left open as uh, you dread to think if the gate would not have been left open but the gate is always left open for that reason apparently Joey Dunlop uh, went in there many many moons ago on a, an early morning practice and yeah we used to have early morning practices here at the Southern 100 uh, many many moons ago like we used to have at the TT and the Grand Prix as well but uh, they went uh, the way by in the uh, oh, I don't know, late 90s was it when we got rid of it uh, the recovery car is here picking up people supplied by milk and uh, david mccreece was in the race office a bit earlier on and uh, the club thanked him uh, personally a couple of guys at the club said thank you very much for your support uh, once again and you wouldn't like to think how many cars and how many how many years it's been i must speak to david actually when we get a break actually uh, probably on monday and find out how many years exactly they have been providing cars it'll be it'll probably be since the start of it in 1955 especially at the southern hundred so we will be getting underway again very shortly the car has gone down to the bottom of the road there now, uh, towards um, uh, heading towards uh, Balakagan, so one car stops here the other car's there getting ready to get itself into position and of course well, we won't have cars, will we? that's the race days to have the cars there, how they do it on the race days, they put a car at the, at the end of the road there, quickly though we'll go back to the start line and Tim